If you would, please take your prayer sheet. We'll go over it first. Uh, and our prayer promise is found in 1 Peter 3.12. <clears throat> For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and His ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them to do evil. Going down our prayer list, baby Margot, 
Roger Baker, Alice Barlett, Ron and Priscilla Booth, Wynn Brown, Hinton and Helen Broxson, Glenda Chapman, Barbara Carver, Danny Chastain, Lee and Jackie Childers, Pearl Childers, Tammy Downey, Jace Driggers, Brick Evans, Hank Fur, Sue Glass, Jose Gondalis, uh, John Green, Wilson Griffin, Barbara and Pierre Harden, uh, David Heidel, Buster and Cheryl Huckel, Pete and J.G. Irvin, Edna Johnson, David Kelly, Susan Levett, Penny Lindsay, Robin and Bill Marshall, Francis McCracken, Ryan Mitchell, Aldrin Rosie Montoto, Eddie and Delphine Montoto, Gerald Murphy, Linda Murphy and family, Alan Sheila Musto, Laura Odom, Brandon Orndorff, Dick Osborne. By the way, the Orndorff family, oh, I mean uh, Chuck and his whole family, uh, they got the flu. And they've been very sick this week, so pray for them. That's the reason they were here Sunday. <clears throat> just pray for them. It's going in the whole family, they said, so just pray for them. Dick Osborne, Levon Marcella Pitts, Milton Powell, Regina and her children, Barbara Smith, Sherry Sullivan, Joe Sisk, Anthony Swift, Janine Thompson, Bobby Trudell, Sandy White, Juanita Wilson, Deborah Woodley, and B. Wright. And B's doing real good. We thank Lord Francis for prayer there. Uh, in the nursing home is George Collins, Scotty Drake, Lonnie Lindsay, and Glenn Talbot. Unspoken is Jeff Hedgepath. And then for Tess is Eddie Montoto. And then for Salvation, Bobby Butler and Sons, Kyle Dunn. Jeff Knight, Georgina Maddich, Alan Musto, Samantha Powell, Jamie Spence, John Turner, Caden Elwood, Thomas Foster, Corey Jones, Lord Reinhold, Daniel Richardson, Josh Taylor, Frankie Wilkerson, <coughs> Jason Wiggins, <coughs> excuse me, Terry Wilson. Special request, always pray for our president and his staff. Pray for the military forces of family for the peace of Israel, our Congress, first responders, the virus victims, the homeless, severe weather victims, our nation border, and the Afghanistan. And then the ministry here at the church. And our missionaries is Ralph Rowan's family, Bruce Campbell family, John Garner family, Medicore family, Steve Myers family, Bob Petnoff family, J. Ross family, Jim Rumsey family, Jim Stackhouse family, Gil Thomas family, Jason Thomas family, Brother Jane Booth, Jared Sims, and David Harden. And then for bereavement, Don Carson family, Bobby Garner family, Maylin Powell family, Ann White family, Bobby Wiggins family, and Frank Wilson family. And Mrs. White, uh, Shelley's mother's, or service will be here Saturday now at 1 o'clock so if you can come we'd like to have your presence here Saturday at 1 o'clock 
Any others we need to add to this? Yes, ma'am. Mrs. Royce for test, please. All right. Please pray for uh, two unspoken requests. Uh, don't need to talk about them. I just need you to pray about it, if you would, please. And then pray for my friend, uh, Brother Goodson's strawberry farm. He started planting today. Some of the prettiest plants. But just play, pray it, uh, it'll do good this year for him, if you would, please. Any others? God's good to us. Brother Jacob. Don't that was your name. Will you pray for us, please, sir? Remember all these, please. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you very much. Turn your Bibles tonight, if you would please, to Second Timothy. And uh, I want to begin to read just a few verses there in Second Timothy chapter 15. Uh, chapter 2, verse 15. I'll start there. I, uh, what I want to talk to you about tonight is why I know the Bible is the Word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, look at verse 15, please. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Going over to chapter 3 now, and uh, I'd like to begin to read in verse 15. Chapter 3, verse 15. And that from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, what I want to talk to you about is uh, verse 16, especially of verse or chapter three. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. The Bible itself tells us, Thus saith the Lord, over and over again. It also makes statements like, The word of the Lord came to me saying. Now, as a preacher of God's word, an old time preacher told me years ago that you have no right to ever go to the pulpit and say, I think, uh, this is what I believe, uh, this is what the Bible says, or what I I think that this is right when you're preaching the Word of God. He said, you better know what you're talking about before you preach. And I've always believed this. If I say something that I know, if I say I know something, I best be able to prove it. And so uh, when it comes to saying to people, and I I deal with this matter all the time with people, 
is how do you know the Bible is the Word of God? I've had people come up to me and say, Now, preacher, how do you know the King James Bible is, is the oldest manuscript? So I said, It's not. And I can prove it to you. But it's the, it's the preserved Word of God. And that's what you got to remember. God preserves His Word. Amen? And so I, I get in argument, or want these people all the time want to argue about the Bible, where it's the, the real Word of God or not. And I got ways that I try to tell people how I know that it is the Word of God. Number one, <clears throat> because God's Word, the Bible, is everlasting, it will never be done away with. In Psalms 119, verse 89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Now you think about that. The Bible that God says, that's the word of God. The Bible is going to be in heaven. And it's never going to be destroyed. Psalms 119, verse 160. Thy word is true from the beginning. And every one of thy righteous judgment endureth forever. So we know the Bible says that the Bible is Word of God and it will be here forever. It's not because some man or some religion says it's God's Word, but God says it's His Word. Now all down through the ages of mankind, nothing has been able to destroy God's Word, the Bible. Philosophers, unsaved people, nations, the devil, nor anyone else, uh, that is against the Bible has ever been able to destroy it. Matthew 24, verse 35 said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words, that's the Bible, shall not pass away. Now, first thing I know then is the Bible is the Word of God is because I know the Bible is the Word of God because it's still here. And it still will be here when we're gone. Because the Bible says it's forever lasting. This old book has been tried to be destroyed by nations and monarchs all down through the ages, but I still got it. And me and you still got the Word of God. I know the Bible is God's Word because of the power it has over men and women, boys and girls' lives. Now, the Bible is the only book or words of God and from God Himself that can save a soul. Uh, Romans 10:17. So then faith come by hearing, hearing without, by the Word of God. In other words, you can't be saved without the Word of God. Now, so the Bible is the word, way that people get saved. Let me show you some verse that I dearly love, <clears throat> and I use it all the time, is John. If you turn over to the book of John, chapter 5. Now, I'm talking about the way that you can know the Bible the Word of God. Because if you don't know the Bible, the Word of God, there is no salvation. Now watch chapter 5, verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Now, one of the reasons I know it's the Word of God is because God Himself, the man Christ Jesus, which is God in flesh, said, This is my word. Notice what he said. Really, really, I say unto you, he that heareth my word. So it's the word of God. Now, and, and so important to me to know that. Now, the Bible speaks to men to be saved, 
And the Bible assures men that they are saved. I have people all the time ask me, how do you know you're saved? The first reason I give them is because the Bible is the Word of God and you cannot lie. And if it is the Word of God, and God tells me, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved, and you can't lie, then I can know I'm saved. Amen? Because I know I ask Him to save. Now also the Bible cleanses. You think about this, John 15, verse 3. Now are you clean through the Word which I have spoken to you. Do you know I have people that literally come to this church and I'll be preaching the Word of God and they'll tell me, I ain't coming back here. You make me miserable. Uh, you know, and, and I said, wait a minute, I didn't make you miserable. And I asked them, what are you talking about? And they'll tell me, well, your preaching just makes me uncomfortable. You better praise God for that because it's, this is the only Word that will cleanse you from your sin. If you sit under the preaching of the Word of God, the Holy Spirit is going to condemn you and put you under the condemnation of sin. And the Word of God is the only way that you can be cleansed or washed from your sin. Another reason is that wisdom is given to us by the Bible. James chapter 1 and verse 5. Wisdom cometh from the Word of God. The Bible gives men comfort at the time of death in 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 13 through 18 the Bible gives comfort it gives hope it gives life it gives light so I know the Bible is the word of God because it does those things no other book can cleanse you from your sins and your guilt that's under sin but the Bible can so I know the Bible is the word of God I know the Bible is God's word because the Bible is the only way to know what is in the future for all of us. Did you know something I, <clears throat> I had to come to the conclusion of one day? Why am I worrying about tomorrow? I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. I might not even be here. Amen? And I worry about tomorrow all the time and I stop once in a while. What are you worried about? I could be gone before tomorrow even gets here. And But I know when it holds tomorrow. And I know what it has, knows everything about tomorrow. And I read the Bible, and I find out that God knows everything about tomorrow then. And He, he lets me know what's going to take place. I know it's the Word of God because He knows the future. I know the Bible's the Word of God, and it's the only way man can explain God, period. You think about this. Genesis 1.1 In the beginning, God. I read those four words sometimes, and I look around and I say, how are you going to explain that? And you can't explain that. In the beginning, God, but the Bible said He was. Amen? And so if you're going to try to explain God, you're going to have to go to the Bible to do it. And God said He was. The Bible tells us when Jesus would be born. It tells us that He would be born a virgin. It tells us where He would be born. He tells us why He would be born. He came in this world to save sinners. And so, uh, because He is God in flesh, and God in Himself, Jesus Christ, could only uh, die for sinful man's sins and cleanse us from our sins. And so, uh, I know it's the Word of God because He's the only place you'll find how man can be cleansed from his sins through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus. I found this little poem. Listen to this for just a second. Almighty Lord, the sun shall fail. The moon forget her mighty tale. 
The deepest silence hush on high the rated chores of the sky. But fixed for everlasting years, unmoved amid the wrecks of fears. Thy word shall shine in cloudless day when I hear and earth have passed away. You think about that for just a minute. When the whole world is gone, God's word is still going to be here. Amen. I know the Bible is God's word because of what it has done for me and what it continues to do for me. I love to think about it sometimes of where I came from and where Jesus saved my soul, how He changed my whole life. And now I have a better life because of it and and what He is doing for me every day. And I thank God for it because it's what He has done and what He is doing. When I was lost in sin, the Bible led me to Jesus for salvation. When I got get down and depressed, the Bible lifts me up and puts joy in my heart. When I am faced with everyday problems, the Bible gives me the correct answers to everything. I was talking to a friend of mine today, and his, his good friend of his is a, is a pastor. He said he's just a young man, but he's pastoring. So he had a deacons and trustees meeting. He went in that meeting. He said, fellas, I need to confess you all something. You might be going to get angry with me about it, um, but I, I need to confess it. He said, uh, I've been taking the church secretary out for dinner, and I, I've been going on dates for my the church secretary. He said, all of them went berserk. Our pastor, he said, the church secretary is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> he had to learn real quick that some things you don't joke about. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but I got so tickled at him. Aren't you glad you got a book, though? If the whole world goes wrong, you still got something to fall back on. This old book. And I, I can, and the way I can prove it's the Word of God is the many lives that I have dealt with and seen the changes in their lives. And I've had people to go to psychiatrists to doctors everything in the world to try to get help for the situations they're in and I sit down with the word of God and show them that God can take care of whatever they're in and they practice the word of God and they're changed for the glory of God and God blesses them now brother I can't do that I had something wonderful this week happen a man did something for me and and I he, he tickled me so good he called me I didn't call him and he, he did something for me. And I, said, I went to see him. I sat and talked. I said, can you imagine this for just a second? I didn't ask you to call me. I, I, I didn't call you. I said, why would you do something like this for me? I said, I can tell you why. God over yonder touched your heart for me over here. Now, I see you explain that outside of God. You can't do it. You can't do it. And I see God working in people's lives. And I see people come up to me all the time. Preacher, I don't understand this. And they'll tell me somebody's being blessed or some bad thing is happening to somebody and something going on that they just can't understand. And I don't understand this, preacher. I don't either. 
But I still tell them that God's in control, and if you're a child of God, and you'll do the best you can for the Lord, He will take care of you. I trust the Bible. And if I get in trouble, and I need something, I need a blessing, or I need to help somebody, and I know I can't do it, I go to the Word of God, and I find a Scripture on that subject, whatever that subject is, that I can help somebody with it, and it always blesses. You know why? Because it's the Word of God. That's the reason. Not because I'm a Baptist or a preacher. It's because it's the Word of God. And it's powerful. I love the Scripture says it's powerful than any two-edged sword, and it cut to the mar of the bone. And I would read one day, and I was studying that, and I got in the Greek, and I was studying Greek words for each one of the words in that Scripture. And I said, the mar of the bone, what is that all about? Why would the Word of God cut to the mar of the bone? And then I got to realizing that, you know, that's where your life comes from. It comes from the mar of the bone. In other words, the Word of God will go right down to where you live. Whatever is your problem, the Word of God will cut right down to it. To the very place that you live, wherever it's at. God's Word is real, brother. Amen. Father, would you bless each one who's come tonight. We're so thankful you left us the Word of God. When you went back to heaven, you didn't leave us alone. We have everything we need to know about heaven and hell and God and mankind and sin and everything that bothers us as human beings. We got the Word of God to lead us out of it. Bless us, we do pray tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Do 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 do. Thank you, Jacob. Turn the light.